Hello, Generations Church. So glad you joined us today for Church at Home. I want to tell you that I love you so much. I'm so honored to be your pastor. You know, Genesis chapter 1, verses 1 through 2 says, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. How many, how many of you have heard that scripture before? In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. It says the earth was formless and the earth was void and, there was, and darkness covered the deep waters. But it says the Spirit of God hovered over the surface. The Spirit of God hovered over the surface. You know, the message paraphrase describes the state of things at the beginning of creation as being a, a big soup of, of nothingness, a bottomless emptiness, a inky blackness, right? And the Living Bible puts it this way. It says the earth was a shapeless, chaotic mess. How many of you feel like, man, that didn't go away. There's still chaos now. How many of your parents and you think it's chaos? My, my wife actually wears a shirt that says chaos coordinator, right? How many of you feel like you're a chaos coordinator in your life? Here's what I know. Here's what I know to be very, very true. It is in the nothingness. It is in the bottomless emptiness. It is in that inky blackness, as the message paraphrase states. It's in that chaotic mess that God can and will bring order. I said God can and will bring order. Listen, God brings meaning and significance and beauty where there had previous, previously only been chaos. He brings significant and beauty where there significance and beauty where there had previously only been chaos. You know, just like God did it in Genesis, He's still doing it today. The whole the chaos in our life. And here's what He does: He gives form to the formless. He He absolutely fills the empty places with good things, and He brings life and light to the darkest of places. He He takes the clutter and puts things where they belong. He takes what is lacking and makes it excessively good. He takes the depleted and He begins to bring increase. He takes things and people who have no significance and uses them to accomplish monumental eternal things. Come on, somebody say amen. He takes hopeless and dark, utter confusion and speaks vision and brings light and delivers peace and brings order and brings control. And I want to remind you very, very clearly this morning that there has never been a time when God was not. There has never been a time when God was not. There's never been a time in the crisis that you're currently walking through where God is not. God has always been there. He will always be there. He was there before the chaos. He's been there when there's nothing but chaos, and he'll be there after the chaos. He's hovering. And, and here's what I mean by this. Nothing catches God off guard. He doesn't cause bad, hear me, God does not cause bad things to happen. We live in a fallen world. The earth is not perfect. 
evil people are on the earth. Evil things happen on the earth. God doesn't cause destruction, but as children of God who are just passing through this land headed for another, the psalmist says our home is Zion. He works it all together for the good of those who love them. He can still, just like he did in Genesis, take that darkness and take that nothingness and turn it into something beautiful. He can take your mess and he can take my mess and he can make something incredible out of it. We live in this chaotic world filled with people who are living chaotic lives, lives that are without form and lives that are without void, lives that are empty or lacking in, in disarray, in upheaval, in, in, in shambles. There are so many people who are in desperately in need of some kind of escape from the mess they are in. And can I just declare to you that we as the church of Jesus Christ absolutely have the answer. We have a God that can take the most chaotic of situations and create something beautiful out of it all. We have a God that we can trust when all things in our life are going wrong. We have a God who brings order to chaos. You know, God bringing willingness to bring order to chaos is absolutely a central biblical theme from Adam and Eve to Jonah to the, you know, the disciples and the calming of the sea. Psalm 139 tells us that there is nowhere God is not. Isn't that amazing? There is nowhere that God is not. That means he is with us. Even when things are falling apart, he is with us in the chaos, regardless of how we feel at the time, regardless of how things may appear, we are not alone. God is at work. And he can bring something out of nothing. The thing I'm going through, my mess is not fatal. Maybe there's something that I brought on myself. Maybe I failed at something. Let me speak to you today. Your failure is not fatal. Your failure is not fatal. Maybe it's something somebody's done to you. It's not fatal. Come on, God is with you. God's not going to leave you. Be strong. Be courageous. God is not going to leave you. He will never leave you or forsake you. This time, this chaos, this situation, this problem is not fatal. Regardless of how it may feel as you're going through it, regardless of how things may appear, you are not alone. God is at work. You know, I was thinking about this this morning. The book of Genesis, in the beginning, Genesis, a beginning, a, a, a moment in time that starts everything. I think a lot of us need a Genesis moment. Hear me. I think a lot of us need a Genesis moment in our lives, right? We need a fresh start. We need a beginning. We need something to calm the chaos. And I believe with all my heart that God does and will bring order to this mess. I said he does and he will bring order to this mess. I believe the Spirit of God is hovering over the chaos of this world. Even at this very moment, I believe he wants you and I to experience light instead of darkness. Come on, even at this moment, he wants you and I to experience order instead of chaos. He, he, he wants us to experience 
spiritual discernment instead of confusion. He is not the author of confusion. I believe that with all my heart, he wants us to experience new energy. Come on, and new life and new vitality. He wants us to have abundance instead of lack. And perhaps you're here and and, and you say, I need that. I need a fresh start. I need a, a Genesis moment. The good news is that God is still in the creation business. I said, God is still in the creation business. In fact, in Revelation chapter 21, verse 5, Jesus said, Behold, I make all things new. He is here. Listen, Jesus wants to do a new thing in you. He wants to do a new thing in your spirit. He is here and he wants to do a new thing in your mind. He is here. He inhabits the praises of his people. He wants to do a new thing in your home. He's here right now and he wants to do a new thing in your workplace. He's here and he wants to renew your strength and he wants to renew your body. He's here and he wants to do a new thing in your finances, in your marriage, in your relationship. He wants to begin new things in your heart, in your career. There's nothing God can't turn around. There's no area of your life that he isn't able to give a fresh start, a Genesis moment to. God's a turnaround God. I know that sounds cliche, but it's so true. God is a God who turn things, turns things around. He is a God who shifts things. He is a turnaround God. How do I know that? Because he turns mourning into dancing. He turns sackcloths into gladness. He changes, he gets beauty from ashes. And that list could go on and on and on. But I believe right where you're sitting tonight, God is ready to meet you in your moment of need. I said he's ready to meet you in your moment of need. He is ready to give you a Genesis moment from the chaos in your life. You know, one of my favorite, I love stories that are true. And I love true stories that have happy endings. How many of you love movies with happy endings? I, if, if, if I'm watching a movie and it has a bad ending, I'm like mad for a week, okay? I want everything to be happily ever after, right? Uh, I think about the movie Pursuit of Happiness, and I, I, I love when, when somebody turns their life into something out of nothing, right? Come on, I love a comeback story, and I believe God is the God of a comeback, and God wants to start something new in your life. God wants to put fresh wind in your sails. God wants to take those areas of your life that are lacking and begin to prosper those very same areas, and the days of, of barrenness are coming to an end. Today, God is wanting to breathe new life in your spirit. God wants to take the chaos in your family, in your work, in your finances, in your health, in your emotions, and bring vitality. Give God everything. Give Him your marriage. Give Him your finances. Give Him your health. Give Him your children. Give Him everything. Give Him everything. God loves you. He has a plan for your life. The Bible said to cast all your cares on him because he cares for you. I want you to get a note card or an envelope or a scrap piece of paper, a post-it note, whatever you have at your disposal. I want you to begin to write out every bad thing that you would consider bad, every bad thing that has happened to you. 
I want you to begin to write that out. I want you to even put in there everything that is stressing you out. Some of you are saying, I need a whole pack of post-it notes, Pastor. Well, get a whole pack. Get a whole big piece of paper. Whatever you need to do, but you write down every bad thing that is happening. I want you to write down every stress you have right now, okay? Write it all down right now. And then ask the Lord, show me what's been burdening me. And then... As a family, I want you to take your cards. And if you're uh, not with anybody, the Lord's with you. I want you to take those cards. I want you to go to a trash can. I want you to rip them in half. And I want you to put them in that trash can. And then I want you to pray. Father, we cast our cares on you because you care for us. And then I want you to walk away. Hear me. Write it all down. Writing is therapeutic. And I want you to take that to that trash can, rip it in half, throw it in. And I want you to pray, Father, we cast our cares on you because you care for us. Am I telling you that every circumstance is going to change? No. But when we begin to give it to Jesus, when we begin to give it all to him, the past hurts, the past regrets, the past pain, and say, Lord, I can't handle it on my own. I can't get through it on my own, but I know you can take care of it. Your word says, put these cares on you. So that's what I do. So do that as an act of obedience to God's word and watch God work in your life. I love each and every one of you. I want to tell you today, if this is the first time you've heard the gospel of Jesus or the hundredth time and you need to get your life right with the Lord, don't wait. Do it right now, right where you're sitting. Just say, Lord, I believe in you. I believe you're the Lord of my life. I, I, I pray right now that you would save me from my sin. I repent. I turn the other direction. I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart. I give you my life. Don't just be my Savior, but be my Lord. Say that right where you're at, and your life will change forever. Yes, the chaos is still there. Yes, some of the circumstances are still there. But in the midst of the chaos, in the midst of the circumstances, you're different because you're headed for a he heaven. Your eternity is secure in Him. And this is not the end. This is the beginning. I love each and every one of you. Listen, I know times are crazy. I know things are tough. I know maybe some of you feel like the world is crashing down around you, but in the midst of it, there's a God that says, I'm the first and the last, the beginning of the end. Come on. He cares about you. He loves you. He has not left you. He will not leave you. He is with you. He is for you. And if he be for you, who can be against you? And let's cast our cares on him because he cares for us.